Gorgeous. Oh, I love it when we make music together, Mitra. And of course, when I say Mitra, I am, of course, talking about the one, the only, the incomparable Mitra Johari. Wow. And I have the pleasure of Zoom recording the Urgent Care podcast with Joel Kim. Booster. Yeah, that's right. Two po- <laughs> one podcast, two hosts. Um, get used to it, okay? And <laughs> one listen. podcast, two hearse. Hosts ever heard of it? One, pa- one podcast, it? two hearses. Two hearses. <laughs> wow, that's our next. That's our next offshoot um, of the Urgent Care Podcast. Is one podcast, two hearses? Um, because we're both be dead. Because people will have murdered us for being bad at recording our first podcast, which is of course Urgent Care. Um, <laughs> We're an advice show podcast. People call in, they write in, they have questions, and we have answers. And of course, the answers that we give are often bad, and um, you shouldn't listen to us, but people do anyways. But sometimes you should listen to us. Um, yeah. And, but mostly, mostly not. Um, mostly not. Leaving, I would say mostly not. I think the beauty of of this show is the amount of trust that we have in our listeners to not listen to any of the things that we say. To listen, but not Listen, Listen, that makes any sense at all. It does. It does make sense. It does make sense, Mitra. So what's going on with you? Seen anything interesting? Heard anything interesting? Done anything interesting? Oh, my God. Recently? No. Um, (laughs) No to everything. Um... Have I, I, I guess like just sort of the classics I've been watching. Um, I may destroy you and I'll be gone in the dark. That's sort of been Mm. my, my fun little, uh, unique ritual. Two of the, two of the shows that are, uh, only shows that are happening Um, and I watched, um, Armageddon for the first time. Wow. (laughs) And what was that experience like for you? The animal cracker scene? Iconic. Wow. I mean, here's the thing is like, I enjoyed it because I was expecting it to be psycho. Um, And yeah, it was just like, I'm really enjoying things that don't ask anything of me as a viewer right now. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And of course, Real Housewives of Potomac. I know that like, I, 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 I try not to bring up po- Housewives too much on this. Just yeah, because you, you know, there is uh, there is famously another podcast on Your Wolf Network that does talk about Housewives exclusively. But listen, I mean, my life has been built around Potomac coming back for yes. <laughs> the past couple months, yes. and I had an amazing time. <laughs> yeah, um, did you watch? I did watch. It's the only one where literally every single one of them, I'm rooting for them. Every yes. single one, even the ones that are bad. Even the ones that are full stop bad, I am rooting for, namely, uh, like, Ashley and Candace. Somehow, I am rooting for both of them, um, even though they're yeah. both psycho. I mean, to call someone a roach on oh, Twitter as they're giving God. birth to their child is, like, exactly what I want in a friend, in a confidant, um, in a housewife. It's amazing. Roach is... Such I, good I truly, insult. Like, I, I, and I, I honestly, like... I don't think I've ever heard anyone call another person. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so visceral. Also, 
I mean, again, won't spend too much time on this, but denim and diamonds. Denim and diamonds. Party. For <laughs> every every single person at a party to look like such dog shit is phenomenal. Historic. Yeah, I mean, how could <laughs> how could anyone look good at a denim and dynam, diamonds party? In fact, we were talking off air about um, you coming over to my backyard soon, and I think actually it's going to be a <laughs> denim and diamonds um, backyard hang. Everyone I, must come in their best approximation of denim and diamonds. I know exactly what I'm going to wear. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what your denim and diamonds look is because I'm sure it's going to be, can you say it with me? Bad! <laughs> but what the beauty of it is that it cannot be good <laughs> no yeah exactly no i mean i'm you're setting your every single guest on your invite list up for failure with denim and diamonds and then and then giselle actually did something which she never does which is look good but it's because mm. she defied the theme yes giselle is the person who has like the the craziest like beauty to style ratio I've ever seen because she yeah. is so naturally stunning and then Vanessa always yeah. always looks like shit. Her outfits yeah. are always so bad. <laughs> yeah, and I would say yeah. this to her face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, look at what we're wearing right now. It's not like you know we're coming at this from our high horses. We both look like shit every day, and we're proud of it. Yes, um, but, but I will say, shit, I'm not, no shit. I'm not wearing a. A white pair of Bermuda shorts. Over- <laughs> <laughs> but let's be honest, you could you could rock those, and I actually think Thank you'd you. look amazing in a, a pair of white Bermuda shorts. It's I think you'd crazy also look amazing in a baseball cap with a diamond tiara bedazzled onto it. That was when I realized that the t- tiara wasn't attached to the hat. Is really when no. I lost faith in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. So that's sort of like just having that from week to week keeping me going is um i'm grateful for that um and how are you joel um i'm doing okay i'm still sort of coming down from my post um escape from la blues still missing um the antibodies boyfriend ceramicist um still you know what i realized um at the beginning of all of this i think it was a true blessing that i lived alone and now um having been in a house with other people, I'm sort of missing. I really think I wish I could go like one week on with people and one week off alone because I'm feeling very isolated. Like when I'm in LA, I don't like, I didn't realize how isolated I made my, I don't see, I go, I go weeks at a time without like being physically in another space with another human being. Um, and I don't think that's good for me. Like I really don't. We're all going to be so traumatized after this. And I, I, I was talking with my therapist about how agoraphobic I feel now. And yeah. um, she said it was a really common thing that she was hearing right now. It's just that, like, yeah, people have it, it's hard to leave. Especially, like I, I'm in my bedroom for the majority of my time now because I work here and I sleep here. And it's hard to even get myself to leave my bedroom some days. Um yeah, it's really hard. I just like can't I can't there's not a, a piece of furniture I can move or rearrange to make me like feel comfortable in this space. And even just like the little things like I was talking, are you familiar with the Instagram account um from our friend Charles Rogers um Anne Ranch? 
if you guys haven't gotten on the Anne Ranch train yet, you got to look up at Anne Ranch on Instagram. Is it, is it official Anne Ranch? I'm going to look official it up. I Anne think Ranch, it's maybe. Official yeah. Anne Ranch. Um, um, it's one of the funniest Instagram accounts I've ever seen. Charles Rogers is a, um, is a psycho genius. It's so funny. <laughs> and while we were on vacation, just like the little act of like sometimes during breakfast, like we'd all be silent looking at our phones and someone would like poke their head up and be like, there's a new Anne Ranch. And then we'd all <laughs> like rush to our phones and go and, and just like laughed to ourselves. And it was just like collectively looking at a, an Instagram post on our own individual phones. Somehow it felt so, it just felt so good. Well, it felt so it good. and normal. Yeah. That's, I think that's the real thing. I mean, again, to bring up my therapy uh, is I, I was talking about that from, cause this weekend I, I did the, uh, sorry, revealing that we're recording two episodes in the same day. But this weekend I did the hygiene kits and I saw friends while I was doing that because they were dropping stuff off and like I was doing stuff out of the house and it felt so normal. And yes. I think that's that's really what it is. It's just any feeling of normalcy is like, you know, you savor it and it, yeah. and it goes away so fast. And it's so hard to go back to like regular, regular in quotes, pandemics behavior when you have had a taste yeah. of something that oh feels my god normal. i signed up for a, a vaccine trial today i mean oh i don't know if i don't know if i'll be picked but i was like i saw it and i was like yes yes give it to me i don't care if it destroys my bones you know like i don't i don't know what the side effects are but i want it i want it in me put it in me now um and i am so yeah listeners cross your fingers um <laughs> i that i get into posted. that vaccine trial um, because that would just really, I don't know how it would affect my life, but for some reason it, it feels like it would be progress. Um, speaking of progress, um, we've got some updates, some people who are making progress in their own lives, which is sort of incredible. Um, I'll read this first email. Um, Please. it's exciting for us. Hi, Mitra and Joel, because feminism, hashtag girl boss, hashtag slay queen. <laughs> I support it. I do. I support it. This email is a long time coming. I am the person from only your sixth episode who had wow. trouble with a roommate who would always explain Buffy the Vampire Slayer to me while we watched together. It was so early in the podcast that you didn't even name me, and I'd really like a name because every name you've ever given is brilliant and perfect no matter what anyone says. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I did follow your advice, and I act real dumb when she's being <laughs> condescending. She definitely gets frustrated with my questions, but at least I'm having fun. Also, I recently <laughs> learned that I have a higher GPA than her, so I'll always have that satisfaction in the back of my head every time she re-explains the situation with Angel's soul. Thanks so much. Love you both. Please give me a name. Okay, we have to. Um, Buffy the Vampire <laughs> Slay Queen. Is that yeah. too easy? I feel like we should, let's do one more round of trying yes, yes, on yes, her yes, because, yes. because she came back for us. Yes, she did. Um, um, okay. GP, GPA, GP, um, Buffy GP, the, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, GPA. Wait, what was the first one? Buffy the Vampire Slay Queen. I actually don't think we can do better than that. Cheapy yeah. <laughs> oh, Angel from producer Dana. GP I love Angel. That. I think yeah, that's actually, great. first time Dana has ever um, chimed in with a name suggestion. And it's I think we're going to add to honor producer Dana. We will go with GP Angel. And I will um, also say that what this shows me is that Dana probably has a better name in her head every time. We for every name. single one. And, and 
That scares me. Um. Yeah. In fact, Dana, you get one of these per episode. Please do not humiliate us ever again in this episode. Only if we're really struggling. Okay. And I and I love. So in our last episode, Joel suggested asking a bunch of dumb questions, and it is amazing to see that pay off in a yeah. former caller, and also just to see that above above it all, like throughout throughout all of this, we are incredibly consistent in the advice. Incredibly consistent. In fact, I think there is maybe five. Five things we say to, to any given caller. We just have a Rolodex. Yeah, of, it's like lie, <laughs> act stupid, block them, <laughs> find them. <laughs> so lie, catfish. act stupid, block yeah. them, find them, catfish. <laughs> yeah, those are our, those are our five categories of advice. Um, um, but actually, we we sometimes do give um, sort of off the beaten path good advice, as demonstrated in this next email. Mitra, would you read this one, please? Uh, yes, I'm so excited about this one. So <laughs> this is okay. This person sort of did a twist on their own name, which I really love. Clock stop. Wait, no, what didn't we do this? I can't remember. Okay, clock stop a two electronic boog booga nudes. What is it? Google nudes. Google nudes. Okay, sure. Thank you so much for addressing my issue and honestly, great advice. So, oh, so this is the person who did a nude photo shoot and um, the images resurfaced later, just so people know who we're yes. talking about. Thank you so much for addressing my issue and honestly, great advice. Student council vibes come through. Yes. I, listened <laughs> I listened to the episode twice and was truly shaking with anxiety. It took a couple of days of pondering your advice and mentally drafting and notes app app drafting but i realized that there are some people whose opinions that i actually care about so i just have to i'm like crying reading it so i just have to accept that they probably know and have seen the pics and let go of that even just doing that was so freeing figuring out what they thought of of me just does not matter at all to my life and i can't let that fear hold me back I ended up texting my close friends to explain the whole situation and how I felt about it. And they were unanimously supportive and caring just as I needed. I was terrified sending that message, literally shaking with adrenaline. But afterwards, I just had the biggest feeling of calm wash over me. And I'm still writing that as I figure out how I want to manage these friendships to maintain this level of openness and supportiveness. Because this went on for so long, and I'm obviously a big feelings person, still a big, I'm still a bit pissed with them for never saying anything to me. I think if I wanted to in my most anxious and insecure times, I could turn this into a negative thought that they don't have my back and were happy to gossip about me. But really, who's to say that I would have told them in the same situation? From their response, it seems like they thought I knew and that I didn't mind that the pics were out. So now that they at least know how I feel felt about that, it doesn't feel so awful to me anymore. Dang, there's just no way to do this without somehow prioritizing one of you. So just know that this is based on extremely arbitrary criteria <laughs> because I love you both. Mitra, thank you for the validation and spot-on friendship truth-telling. Everything you said felt so sincere and genuine, and I don't know that I would have been able to hear and accept it from a friend, if that makes sense. It was really powerful to hear someone that doesn't know me at all read my email and just show so much empathy, but also be really straightforward about what to do. Joel, thank you for sharing your story and advice about how to take control of the narrative. I'm really sorry that you had photos leaked. It's a horrible abuse of trust and a violation. You made me realize it was okay to be upset about this, that even though I had chosen to take those photos, I didn't choose for them to be shared and talked about by people I know. So thank you both again for taking the time and addressing this. I feel approximately 9 million times better and less stressed now and was able to accept and reconcile some of the guilt and shame and self-blame, but also compassion for that kid who was in such desperate circumstances and so naive to the potential consequences. 
Wow. Um, to be fully honest with all of you, like there are some calls and emails that Mitra and I feel like, should we do this? Because this is a comedy podcast and sometimes we feel out of our depth. And this one was sort of on the bubble and we really thought about it and we thought like we both had something genuine and honest and not just jokes to offer. I, I had originally really pushed to like thought about cutting it like after we originally talked about it yes and then we listened and, to it and decided to keep it in and i'm really glad we did uh keep it and i'm i'm so so happy that uh, it sounds like at least we were able to be a little bit helpful to this person and that is i think you know sometimes the power of like even if we're ridiculous like sometimes hearing your problem laid bare on a comedy podcast is um, weirdly therapeutic in and of itself. And so um, we're glad that you guys keep calling and trusting us with your problems and know that, you know, we're always um, we're always aware of sort of the stakes inherent in your calls and emails. And we're always going to take it seriously when it's something like this um, that warrants um, sort of a genuine response. We're not all just jokes and giggles <laughs> over here at Urgent Care. We care. Yeah. We really do. And like... I, I also just want to thank this person for taking the time to send us this follow-up email. It is really touching. I cried when I first read it. I obviously was <laughs> crying the whole time when I was reading it. <laughs> and it's just really, really nice. Um, you know, it's not going to stop us from being stupid bitches for the rest of this episode. <laughs> but, yeah. um, that being said, we are stupid bitches. Said, we so. are stupid bitches and we, we stand by that. Um, but yeah, thanks for um, letting us know that uh this was it was in in some way helpful to you and yes. good luck on the rest of your journey <laughs> um so right. on that note let's take a quick break and then when we're back we'll be stupid bitches to some uh, fresh crop of people that hopefully <laughs> uh, will find our stupidity as helpful as these two callers did great now let's ruin some lives <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Wow, you got in there. You got in there with your and we're back. Um, <laughs> and it was as good as it always is. Dana, <laughs> please play the first voicemail. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. Love you both equally. So here's the situation. I'm in desperate need of your help. Um, last fall, I discovered that my 26-year-old roommate rarely washes her hands, not even after using the bathroom. Oh, and I discovered, I mean, that she told me to my face. She said it as if it were just a quirky habit, wasn't the end of the world. But obviously, understandably, I was very shocked. Um, before COVID, she traveled most of the time, and it was much easier for me to keep my distance from her, keep the house clean, and compartmentalize this behavior from other parts of her personality that didn't actively infuriate me. Um, she's been a friend for a few years. Living with her is otherwise pretty good. But now, we're both working from home. She's not traveling at all. And I'm having a really, really hard time knowing what to do. Um, she's moving in about a month, but I'm not sure I can make it that long without doing or saying something. Um, on one hand, I know I have every right to say something because it's not only objectively gross, but it impacts my life and my ability to feel safe and secure in my home, which especially right now is really important. Um, on the other hand, is there a way to confront this and make her change her behavior without absolutely destroying our friendship? Um, should I even care about being friends with her or with someone who doesn't wash her hands when, like, literally children know to do this? Um, please help me. This is all-consuming. I can't focus on literally anything else. I'm an absolute mess. I really need your help. 
Sending lots of love. P.S. Um, no one has ever actually sat on my face before, but I'm down to try it if you guys are. <laughs> Thanks. Love we'll you both. Bye. <laughs> okay. We've got a germaphobe. We've got... Um, I mean, she's not exactly being a germaphobe because this is um, truly vile behavior on the part of her roommate. <laughs> but um, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, she described it as like a quirky habit. Um, she's sort of a... Um, sort of like an Amelie vibe. 500 days of... Um, 500 days of wash her. <laughs> Man- manic pixie clean girl. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Sexy clean girl. Yes. Okay. Wow. Um so I I actually have I think what is a good solution ish for this. I, it, I it's sort of hard. I think like this is a a woman in her 20s at this point presumably. Um so habits are going to be hard to break. But if I think you should just get a bottle of hand sanitizer, set it in sort of a central place in the apartment and just like make a general announcement and be like, hey, like in and out, we're going to use this hand sanitizer now. Like every time we enter the common space, like let's just sanity, like use. Co- I think you have such a great platform right now to address this truly disgusting behavior by saying like, hey, there's a pandemic going on. So let's start being really cognizant of our hygiene. And I think for people who don't wash their hands, hand sanitizer is a really, um, like, I don't know, it, it feels more accessible to, to you could get that, um There's that sort of like, like more of an aerosol can of sanitizer too, make it a little fun for mm-hmm. the community. I, party. But here's the thing is like, if COVID wasn't enough for this person to wash their hands, like what, will be um that's my that's my thing with like well some people just feel really comfortable in their own homes you know yeah i I mean i think the the, you know the hallmark of this period of time is like we are having increased involvement in people's lives in ways that we would never have before when we live together like i i have i'm I'm having certainly not this conversation but like these kinds of conversations with patty about like what are we doing what are you doing what like what's off limits what are we comfortable with Mm -hmm. and that shit sucks because it's normally stuff that we are rightfully conditioned to not intrude on in people's lives. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think like hand washing. You're is like, its own oh, are, thing, you, but- are you are Patty? Are you wiping your ass? How many <laughs> wipes are you doing? Are you doing front to back, back to front? You yeah. intrusive bitch. And and I already knew the answer to those questions, so <laughs> that. But <laughs> but I, but I do think like you have the right to be asking these questions and having these conversations in a time when, I mean, this is something that already impacts your health, but like now even more, it impacts your health. So if you have not had like a really stern conversation with this person, you need to do that because it's your health and your life. Um, And if that's not enough reason to be uncomfortable for a couple minutes, then I well, don't know what here's it. here's the, I I think like there, it can be a framing thing too because like if she's moving out, what I think you can do is like on her last day, sit her down and be like, hey, so like I was pretty shocked, like really downplay how currently disturbed you are by the behavior and just sort of frame it like hey like you know i was really shocked when you told me a year ago that you didn't wash your hands and now i've gotten used to it and i'm totally cool with it and i actually love that you don't wash your hands but i will say that like maybe your next roommates might not be as forgiving and this is something that you might want to um change 
about yourself um, just to make it easier on your next roommates. I don't mind it, but your next roommates might. So, uh, in fact, you might want to um, s- sort of uh, change course now and start not just being a disgusting, nasty bitch. Or at the very least, don't brag about it. It's not yeah. cute. <laughs> I know. It is not a quirky thing at all. It is... Um, like we sort of just said, it is um, disgusting to the, to the bone. Mm, <laughs> really bad. Disgusting to the bone. Oh. Yep. Yep. Um, alternative name. So um, <laughs> we have an email now, and I will go ahead and read it. Here it is. Hi there. Huge fan of the pod, both of you. I need advice on how to deal with a boyfriend's ex. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for two years and were close friends for a long time before that. During that time, he had a serious girlfriend who eventually cheated on him, broke up with him, and kicked him out of their mutual home, leading to us eventually getting together. Neither of us have uh, have never nor would ne- ever talk trash about her... Uh, either to other people or on social media because TBH, we just don't care. But she is constantly talking shit about us online even two years later. We blocked her on all social media but have mutual acquaintances who see everything she says and relays it back to us even though we've said we don't want to hear it. She has even gone so far as to make fake accounts to check on my Instagram and send me nasty messages. I know I should just let it go but it does bother and embarrass me and I just don't know how to move past those emotions. Looking forward to your expert advice. I hate myself. Thank you. She was doing a play on X and Pert. I didn't do it in the reading, um, and I apologize for that. But yeah, maybe we should take this we email from the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What about um, sort of in the similar vein of what this caller is? I was thinking exhibitionist. Yeah, well, there it is. It's exhibitionist. Because they're doing it on social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. She already took expert from us, so it has to be ex. Exhibitionist. Yeah. And I think it should be, I should, I think it should be a big, um, triple X. <laughs> yes. X, X, exhibitionist. I love that. Um, is the name. Um, what should this person do? Honestly. I, I mean, first of all, I like, as far as like letting it go and moving past the emotions, I just don't think like person, I'm just like, you can't, there's someone who is like, Tra- like b- abusing you <laughs> over the internet yeah. that is harassing you and going to crazy lengths to do that. So I, I don't know. I, I don't really know how, at least coming from my perspective, if someone was doing that to me, I would, I, I would, I would say like, don't expect yourself to not feel anything about that yeah. at the very least, because it's natural to feel bad when people treat you like shit. Um, and that's what this person is doing. Um, that being said, I mean, it's so weird that your mutual acquaintances are defying your request to not be told what this person is saying to you. Like, yeah, if- I mean, maybe it's time for a notes app. Maybe it's time for a notes app announcement to the close friends. I don't, I don't know what needs to happen to get through to your dumbass acquaintance friends that you don't want to hear about this anymore. But that's one option. Um, I will say this is this next piece of advice is starkly similar to advice that we gave last week. And listen, uh, we said at the top that we only have five categories of advice and this falls under <laughs> um, sort of catfishing in that realm. But here's what I would do is I love I love and what I I find it healing. I find it soothing to post the mean things people say about me on the Internet on my Finsta. 
Um, and if your acquaintances aren't going to stop telling you about the posts, I think you need to start asking for screenshots of the posts so that you can <laughs> post on your, maybe even your main. And with just a caption like LOL. Like, I, I too post that stuff on my Finsta because I have, you know, my my trusted tiny little community of people who go, that's so crazy. Like, fuck yeah. that. And that's all I really need is like a couple friends to be like, that sucks. And me to be like, I know. And, and then I, I honestly do feel better. And there is sort of that rush of posting too. Yeah. But it's just to a very small community. Mm-hmm. So send it to your close friends. Put yeah, it on maybe maybe you, you create, I, I mean, I know you want to disengage from this toxic person, but maybe what you need to do is really lean in, create a Finsta that is all just about the toxic posts that she has um, and really make it a fixture of your life and a part of your, <laughs> of your journey as a couple. I, I do think like it is very difficult to disengage from someone who continues to engage with you against your will. So I, I do think like, you are certainly taking the high road by not pushing back and you're not talking shit about her to other people and you're not posting about this person. And I think that's great, but I think you're allowed to feel and you're allowed to be upset and you're allowed to think that that's really fucking weird and shitty because it is. Yeah. I mean, honestly, maybe you stop. I mean, you say you don't post about her, but maybe this does warrant like one post of like, Hey guys, like, um, this person is being crazy. Like name her on your on your on your page and and like please don't share crazy the, the crazy thing she says about us, you know? Um and yeah. I think that is uh, that might be helpful and I would maybe say if, if I were going to make a post, I would maybe even just not use the name. I would be like there is a person who some of you have probably seen before who is making saying a lot of incendiary things and creating fake accounts to contact me. Please do not engage with this person and if you would like to know details about this person, you can DM me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes, keep it to the DMs. Um and that's that on that XX exhibition. <laughs> Let's listen to our next voicemail, shall we? Please. Please, Jaina. Hi, this message is for Mitra and Joel. Um, so, okay, <laughs> my little brother came out as gay um, recently, like a couple months ago. And my whole family is liberal and whatever. And, and my cousin had him beat by like a few months. So we're kind of old hat. It's a gay thing. Now. It's a race. But, but the thing is, everyone keeps talking about it. Like, just won't give it up and not in a bad way necessarily but just she's talking about it and I'm really close to my little brother so he told me how sick and tired he is of talking about how he's gay and um, I'm really wondering what I can do about that I mean and also my parents while they are very liberal um, in general like definitely are a little a little weird about this in particular kind of that parent thing of oh I don't want his life to be harder blah 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 and like just like are really requiring a lot of engagement from him and so I would love to take that um, emotional labor off his shoulders because certainly I imagine that would be much more painful for him than it would be for me and so I've tried to mitigate a little bit by having those conversations with my parents but I also don't want to speak for him in any way and you know I'm I'm obviously not an expert on his being gay. Um, so, yeah, I'm basically wondering how to navigate that situation. Um, okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, so I have a pitch for a name, and it will require okay. an explanation, but I do think it's fun. 
So my pitch is Fascinator. And that's because they said that it, they're kind of old hat with the gay old thing. Hat. So it's the old gay hat. <laughs> it's a fascinator. <laughs> I mean, you know what my punch up is going to be, right? We'll go up. Fascinator? Um, but we can't. We can't. We can't. It did, I it can did. say it. You know what's amazing is it did glitch for me when you said that a little bit. So it, it sort of self bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for you, it's fascinator. For me, it's vaccinator. Um, yes. <laughs> and let's be clear about who can say that and who can't. So if you're gay and you're I listening to this, I want you to understand that the name is vaccinator. If you're not gay and you're hearing this, the name is fascinator. Okay? Yes. Because that's our word. Um, and fascinator is, of course, my is word. your word. <laughs> it's your word. So you can say it. Um, and Joel can't. <laughs> I think the answer is really clear here about what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. And it is, as the old song goes, let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> you know, you need to take the fu- the heat off of him. You need to take the spotlight off of him. And you need to go hard and you need to put the spotlight on you by doing something absolutely big and huge <laughs> that will like sort of blow through the family group chat in a way that will sort of scorch the earth. Hey, guys, I had two abortions this week. <laughs> you should get a like a huge, drastic surgery, like plastic yes. surgery. Hey guys, I got a boob job, and yes, one of them is deliberately bigger than the others, and that's my choice. Discuss. (laughs) (laughs) I do think, I mean, one great thing you can do is, I mean, I think just like big sister vibes, just be a bitch. Like when people bring it up, be like, hey, we're fucking done talking about this. Like Mm -hmm. I do think so much of my role as an older sister is just being like, enough oh my god like just be a be a big brat because guess what probably everybody thinks you're a big bitch anyway so you might as well lean in yeah (laughs) yeah and maybe sometimes people need to be like taught like a sort of a transactional lesson in these sort of things like to in order to change their behavior so it's sort of maybe you just need to start you it sounds like you've already said like hey we need to cool it but Mm -hmm. now you need to start of take it one step further and say, every time you bring up his gayness, I'm going to get real specific about his gayness. And we're going (laughs) to talk about the way he has sex, which is in the butt. Um, And that will sort of turn them off because as we all know, gay sex is inherently disgusting. And And people hate to hear about it. They absolutely hate to hear about it. It is your privilege and your honor as an older sister to protect your brother. And you need to be militant about this and you need to be as psycho as you need to be to get your family to stop making yeah because then if then they'll then they'll just be talking about what a bitch you are and i and honestly like that is that is the grounded that is the real life version of i got a boob job and one of them is bigger it's Um, a gift to that is a gift that you can give your brother is to uh step on that grenade for him throw yourself mm -hmm. on the grenade and be psycho so that people leave him alone yeah, because unfortunately, you really do need to nip this in the bud now because it's only going to get worse as he brings guys home, as he sort of experiences other gay milestones. So, like, yeah, I I really do think now is the time for you to really, like, get get on them about this and yeah. really destroy your own reputation in the family for the sake <laughs> of your little brother, which I think is beautiful, which I, I think too. is gorgeous. It's, I um, would gladly so- do it for my own. <laughs> and I believe that. I believe that about you. I wouldn't do that for anybody. Um, I would do it. I would do it for you as well. 
I would do that. Actually, I would do that for you. I would do that for you, for sure. I I believe that. I I actually think on this podcast, I have done that for you um, (laughs) in many ways. Um, And as Mitra and I sort of work that out, um, we're going to take one last break. And when we come back, we have two Get This Emails. That's how we're ending up. We're ending the podcast this week with two emails. In with a bang, out with a whimper, baby. (laughs) (laughs) See you in a second. Okay, and we're b- b- back wow. um, with our emails. And this e- this first email uh, is sort of a thematic twin to our yes. last email in a, in a big way, in a sort of deliberate way, I will say. Um, yes. Uh, I think... I'm happy to read. You should read it, yeah. Yes. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I love you both equally and, of course, love the pod. A few weeks ago, one of my best friends came out to me. I'm proud of their vulnerability and courage, etc. And also <laughs> revealed that they've been dating someone for the past few months. I'm really happy for my friend. However, I'm finding that I still feel a little hurt over the fact that they kept their relationship secret for a while. I did have a chance to share that with my friend already, so I feel like the time has passed for me to bring it up again because it at this point, it's probably a me problem. Also, I completely understand that they did not feel comfortable sharing that part of their life yet, which is why I'm also feeling bad for feeling hurt. I'm also feeling weirdly left out that my friend is in a relationship. I know I feel like a a selfish, needy bitch. Am I feeling weird because I just recently learned about the relationship and have yet to meet their partner? Is it normal for me to take some time adjusting to a good friend being in a relationship? Is this just a part of life and growing up and a part of natural friendship shifts over time? Thank you for any and all advice you might have. Love the podcast and I'm thankful for the humor and advice in the midst of our world falling apart. Okay. What are we going to name this little fruit fly? Feeling third wheelie. Third wheel. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, um, out of the loop. Tr- tr- um, um, what's that? So the third wheel is a tricycle. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just sort of stating facts. We've got three um, wheels, a tricycle. Uh, trike. Sort of a. <laughs> um, yeah, you want to you want to walk that one out a little bit. I actually don't. So. No, I don't think so. Um, but people do call them trikes, so I'm not being crazy. <laughs> wait, really? Yes. No. They call tricycles trikes. Oh, oh, I, okay. I thought you were meant lesbians, um, and I was like, they don't. Um, <laughs> oh no, just tricycles. <laughs> got it. 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 Um, but I, but it, it does, it does rhyme with the thing that I won't say. But yeah, I, yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm not making a portmanteau. Is all. That no, I'll no, say. no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. We got to get out of this. We got to get. We are. We are alert, cutting alert, this out. Yeah. We're cutting red this alert, out. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. Red uh, alert. <laughs> We gotta find something else and fast. Um, <laughs> um secret lovers. Um, secret lovers. Um, sort of a me problem. Mm-hmm. Um, um, secret life of the American three nature. <laughs> yes, I. That unfortunately is it. The secret life of the American three nature. <laughs> Wow, we've really reached the end of our rope. Um, wow, I mean, so secret life. Oh, I actually, sorry, I'm just getting a call from Earwolf. We are canceled. Canceled. <laughs> they, they heard about the trike debacle, and then they heard what we landed on, and they were like, "Actually, we'd prefer if you used a slur." Um, 
I, well, now you've said trike again, so we have to keep trike in the episode. <laughs> okay. So here's what I'm going to, this is a tough love moment because here's what I will say is that you are self-possessed to know that this, the feelings you are having are slightly irrational. And I'm here to tell you that they are, mm-hmm. they are irrational. This is so not about you and yes. you, and it sounds like you're already there. You know. And so I, you know that, and I'm just going to warn you because it's I like you are you are on the precipice of becoming the, a type of girlfriend that gay men have that we flee from at a certain point. Um, yes, because um, if you were to voice any of these concerns that you have, I think you would you would position yourself as sort of the the girlfriend that we need in high school that eventually becomes too overbearing and we flee from yeah it's 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 you're gonna become a problem don't become a problem i am glad you said that it's a me problem you said it probably is it definitely is you do not do not bring this up to your friend again um or else you're not really being a friend you need to be celebrating that your friend is taking the step in their life and that they have found a partner in all of yeah. this, like, especially in this time. And I, and I do understand the feeling of like, I'm, I'm jealous Left that my out. friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's just, that's kind of a COVID thing. Like, like I, I, it's a COVID mm-hmm. thing that you wouldn't understand. <laughs> 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 but I, but I think, in that sense, you are so deeply not alone in that those feelings of like mm-hmm. any feeling of like feeling left out is just massively heightened by this general malaise and feeling yes. of isolation. So just know that that feeling is not permanent. And I bet your friend is really excited for your the three of you to hang out and for you to see how great they are together and for them to see their amazing friend and and we you- want you because listen, this is their first relationship. You will be waiting on the other side of it. Let me be, let me assure you that the first will not be the last. And if you want to be on the other side of this, if you want to be waiting at the finish line in terms of life, then you need to let this go now. And you need to let this email to us. You voiced it, babe. Okay. We read it out on our podcast. We know about it. Like, let this be a purge for you because mm-hmm. this is so not something that will be fixed by bringing it up to your friend. Because you already won't. did too. Um, so you got it out of your system. Now, um, now you got to get over it. It's, uh, you've got to be a friend to your friend. And we want you to be the kind of fruit fly that is the best woman at the wedding. Who's officiating the wedding. I don't want you to be the one who's like coming, showing up to inappropriate gay events. You know, I don't want you to be the woman on the gay cruise that I saw who was definitely <laughs> out of place. Well, I okay? think a lot of this, it, you know, I I think there are versions of this in every friendship where it's like there are times when my close friends will have things happen that I'm jealous of, that I have to pretend to be happy about yeah. until I can get happy about it. There are versions of lying to your friends that are in service and and your loved ones and your partners that are in service of your relationship because yes. you know how you should be feeling and you will get there and don't ruin your friendship on the way to that good feeling because you yeah. will get there. Just lie until it becomes the truth, baby. And then if it doesn't become the truth, then like, I don't know, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot help you. We cannot help you. We simply cannot help you. Um, 
but we we really do want we don't want you to feel bad. We just want you to 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 you know take stock of your emotions and and realize that you are right. This is a you problem, I and think, it, I think, it cannot be fixed. Yes, by and like bringing it up to the friend, and like feel your feelings, but don't make them your friend's problem. Yep. All right. Um, Cool. And <laughs> now, finally, after I'm, I hope she, I, and, and, and Secret Life of the American Three-Nager, oh. we just want you to know that we love you and that we're now in yes. a legal relationship um, together. So you no longer have to feel jealous. Um, yes. And we don't t- want I mean, you to feel beat up. We love you. And you have your tough own, love. You have your own Three-Nager with yeah. the two of us. <laughs> three-Nager. Wow. Sorry, you're um, so jealous of me right yep, now, Joel. I am. I am. I'm so jealous. I can't even talk about it anymore. We must move on to our final email <laughs> of the night. Um, and I'll give this one a read. Um, hello, Doctors Mitra Kim Booster and Joel Johari. I actually oh. really love Joel Johari. And I might Mitra take Kim it. Booster is Mitra beautiful. Kim Booster has a lovely ring to it as well. These okay. are nice. I love it. Yeah, good job. Obligatory love you both equally love the pod. So I've been attending protests in my city and have recently started recognizing a protester who seems really cool and interesting. Reed, he has the same facial hair pattern as the inside out dad, which is hot to me. Yes. And I'm trying to think of ways to find out what his deal is. I feel that I'm at times bad at reading social situations, so I get anxious when I think about interacting with him in person, but I haven't seen a profile on any app that I would recognize him from, and there doesn't seem to be any overlap in friend groups. Is it bad to try and introduce myself at a protest? Obviously not while actually protesting, because that would be wildly inappropriate, but like after the organizers have us disperse. Or is there a way that I'm not thinking of, or am I just overthinking? Ultimately, it's a choice between doing this or dedicating my life to learning Betty on guitar because I live alone and truly nothing else going on. Thanks so much. I'm gay, but Dana sit on my face. Oh. <laughs> wow, yes, we love Dana. it when Dana gets one. We love it when Dana gets one. Um, um, okay, so he's a gay about, protester. What about ho-tester? <laughs> what is, what? Ho-tester. Ho-tester. I love it. I love it. Ho-tester it is. Oh my God. Okay, so, oh my God. <laughs> okay, Joel's getting all the fucking That was actually right literally the urgent care phone number. Um, so, so I just hung up on a caller. I'm a sorry. Oh, Call no. back in literally 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> I can't turn off notifications on my iPad. It's a real problem. Um, so... <laughs> Um, I will say I don't think it's inappropriate as if you're dispersing. Um, in this time when protests are not just a period of our life, but, but actually just a sort of hardline fact that we're all going and it is, it is not just like something, a pe- like it is now something that is a part of our regular routine. I think like bef- those moments before and after the protest, it's, um, Fair ac- game. it's fine. Yeah. It's totally yeah. fine. I think also in this moment, in time and obviously just forever it's like but i think we're so charged up that you know that this is someone who aligns with you on some important mm-hmm. things and that this person is hot so you've already got two huge things checked off um i say go for it because also like protests are big you could never see this person again yeah. so next time you see this person say hi and then if you see them again at a protest if something like if something goes wrong ignore them forever like <laughs> it, yeah it, I just think there's, if anything, like, I just think it can't fail that hard. Like, it's a pretty low risk situation and, uh, like, high reward possibly as you find someone to fuck or, like, Yeah, date. well, and here's the other thing is that I think that, like, he'll be especially forgiving 
because you're at a protest together. Like that, that energy is so charged. I really like, I actually think that like it is sort of the ideal place to try and pick someone up as you're dispersing because like, how can anyone get really mad at you? Like you're both there in the service of social justice in a, in a way that's what brought you there. And so like, I really feel like people are going to be a lot more forgiving, a lot kinder if, if, cause what you're really worried about is not the upside. You're worried about the, the worst case scenario, which is that he's straight and not into you or just not into you. I think actually the worst case scenario is that he's gay and not into you. Um, but I think in those situations, I think you can sort of like put yourself at ease a little bit because people are going to, I know that I would be kinder. And also you have an immediate jumping off point. You have the the conversation starter. Like if there's a speaker, if there's like a specially funny sign or something like that, like point to the, like, I think those moments are so communal. Like I talk to strangers at protests all the time um, yes. because there's, th- I think, th- yeah, I think go. you should bring a water bottle, like a couple extra water bottles in your bag. Mm. You see him just be like, do you want a water? Because people yes. are always offering each Snacks, other water. And water. that's a really easy way to just like initiate contact. Then you don't even have to find a funny anecdote. You're just doing something yes. that people normally do. And if he has a if he has a sign, compliment his sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I think it, like this situation is so horny because also oh, yeah. right now, like there's just so little going on and we're leaving our house so infrequently and not so little going on in the world, but just like in the day to day, like we're in our houses and you having like a horny flirtation with someone could keep you going for at least several weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Is it bad? Should we not, should, should they not be hitting on each other um, the after protest? the protest? I, mean, I think it's, I think we we're being clear here. It's after the protest, right? We're, also, I mean, I don't know, before? I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like, go for it. <laughs> I just, yeah. Just don't do a daring. It's yeah. weird to do a daring before and after when people are walking around. It's like, where, what are you ta- What are you doing? What yeah, are you're just on a anyway? street at that point. Yeah, at I, point, yeah, I think you need walking. to de-emphasize you are not doing it at the protest. You are doing it before or after the protest, which is just you being on the street, ultimately. So yeah, we're in the clear. We're good. <laughs> we can't, no know. one can get mad at us. You have to, I mean, you can't get mad at us also because this is a comedy advice podcast, so yeah. leave us alone. And we're just trying to make someone have sex. And <laughs> <laughs> is that so wrong? Is that so wrong? Uh, but also, if you are this per- this um, co- emailer, then you need to keep us updated if anything happens at all yes. with this person. Yes, please, please, oh, b- please update us. We want to know that you're having sex and we want to know that you're <laughs> having sex specifically with the man from Inside Out. If anyone who listens to this podcast ever has sex, we want to Please know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Just Especially kidding. if you've called in or, or wrote in before. We want to know when you're having sex. <laughs> Always. In fact, call the number. Call the number. Call 323-334-0371 and set it next to the bed and let us hear you having sex. <laughs> As long as you keep it under two minutes. Yes, keep it under two minutes. And please, some interesting details if you could provide it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> maybe just the climax, in fact. Um, Let us in. But that's it. That's uh, that's our that's our podcast. We did it. Yeah. We did another one. <laughs> Somehow we manage. We don't know how. Um, but we made it through. And again, I want to emphasize, if you have a question of your own, or if you have an update, please call us 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. We, um, we literally cannot do this without your help um, in yes. doing that. So, And thank you to everyone who has been calling and emailing. We 
love it and we get to as many as we can so make sure you yeah. send us your stuff we love um you thank you thank so you much. dana dana Oh my God. Thank you, Ryan, uh, RIP. Thank you, July. <laughs> thank you, everyone at Earwolf. And especially thank you to my dear partner in crime, Mitra Johari. Mitra can booster, even. Crime. And Joel Johari, which is beautiful. Uh, you should name your son that. <laughs> you should name your son that. I'm just going to say, it. I'm going to put it out there. And I promise you this I'm going to have a son. <laughs> okay. If you'd like to chime in, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> We must end it. <laughs> we must end it. We must end it. And let's, I think because um, it's going so poorly, we should end with a song. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to give my baby a motivation. Thanks for Bye. <laughs>